Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And hello, I'm also Max. Hello again. Welcome, Max Part 2. I am so excited to be here again. Feels like coming home. I I just love yelling about Zach. We love hearing you yell about Zach, so thanks for being with us again. Yes, it makes things feel like, you know, we have a handle on him again. Yeah. We're here. Somehow. We're here together with our friends talking about Ghost Adventures and how bad it is. Uh, and this one is something that you picked, Max, based on the description from the from one of my most visited web pages now, the <laughs> Wikipedia page list of all Ghost Adventures episodes. Got that one super bookmarked uh, as well. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, the description of this episode is what really called out to me, which was that um, Nick apparently has an experience with a psychic. And that they visit Paul Walker's grave. So, yeah. <laughs> Cassie had to ask who Paul Walker was, which was super fun to explain to her that it was the guy from the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, rest, rest yes. in peace. The but... ver- yeah, I know. Seriously. Re- yeah, he seemed like a, a, a nice guy. Yeah, but it was just a very random event in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was because the way it was described, like, it's a little asterisk on the uh, episode description. I was like, oh, I bet they're going to do a section here. And then I think it was less than a minute. They stopped by. <laughs> they're like, we're big fans. They do a camera sweep in the dark over, like, a stump that some people have signed. And then they are out of there. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Just wanted to get that Paul Walker. Just wanted to put it on the on the film. Pay respects that to Paul cloud. Walker. And now we know that Zach Bagans loves the Fast and the Furious films. Not at all. No out of question. <laughs> uh, well, this is the Heritage Junction, and Heritage Junction is kind of like historical site, but that, not really because yeah. they brought in stuff from other places. This is so. I actually I love this idea. The idea that they brought a bunch of basically haunted houses together (laughs) and garbage yes yeah um and they created a sort of super haunted zone yeah i just i think it's hilarious like it kind of reminds me of uh zionsville indiana where they have all these like historical markers all over the place but the original place isn't actually there they're just like there once was a schoolhouse here on this well not here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Somewhere and in this vicinity. Instead of just plaques in this location, they brought in buildings and shit from other places to make it about their heritage or something. I don't Think know. about how much effort that must have taken, though. Like, it is not easy to move a house. No. And, and here's my bigger question is, did the ghosts come with it? Like, okay, can we talk about this for a second? Are yeah. ghosts rooted to the earth or to buildings? Do they... Were, I guess my big question is, were the ghosts at any point on the highway? That's a good question because, well, the thing is that one of the guys we meet, Glenn, the groundskeeper here, he says that probably this place is like thick with ghosts because of the fact that the houses were moved and that created a portal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe <laughs> if you we're know. to believe that there's a portal, perhaps the ghosts lived in the house and then as the house was moved, it created like a little door. So maybe the ghosts went out for ghost groceries or whatever it is ghosts do when they leave. Do they leave? I don't know. And then they came back and there was a portal and then they just teleported to the new spot. That makes that sounds so much more complex than just the ghost hitching a ride in the moving truck. <laughs> but, you know, we, here's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. Because he it could be either this one. Stuff. <laughs> one of those two things is probably what happened. Right. Yes. There's one thing I want to call out at the very beginning of the show when they're introducing what Heritage Junction is and where it's located. They do a, like a, a digital pan over of... So it's north of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. In the and Santa so, Clarita Valley. So they do this like digital flyover of the Los Angeles Hills. And you see that iconic sign. You know that iconic sign with the big letters that spell out Los Angeles? Oh. <laughs> 
you know, the big Los Angeles sign that everyone knows and takes pictures of themselves with. Wait, it said Los Angeles? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. It say Hollywood. What? It said Los Angeles. What the fuck alternate universe was that footage taken from? <laughs> I want to live in a place where I think every town in America should get a set of those, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, even if it's... Pullman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah e- even Pullman. Yeah. I'm Except rooting for you. like, Pullman, because we got the rolling hills. Oh, you'd have to put one letter on each hill, <laughs> and then you'd have to go to the water tower to actually see all of them, or step to That's right, you have to f- find the one spot in town where it lines up. We're, yes. We're job creators, Put, put me put me on the city council. Uh, okay, like we said, the groundskeeper is like is here, and this is like a surprise interview. They weren't even preparing unscheduled to- interview. This means that this person was just lingering around the gates, <laughs> just sort of hanging out, talking about some ghosts that he's seen, hoping that he can get some screen time. Just just kind of yelling from the sidelines. Hey, I saw a ghost. Hey, I saw something. Zach, you guys laugh, but I. I, I think that's how you get on Ghost Adventures, and I would do this. You are correct, Max. It's how this guy got on Ghost Adventures. And if you sure. can look extra creepy, you have a higher percentage that they'll walk over to you. Or like a coot, like an old coot, yeah, if old, you have oh, an yeah. old coot look. If you look partially haunted, they'll probably come over and talk to you. Even a little haunted, yeah, and Zach will come to you like a magnet. Yes, and then ask you a bunch of leading questions. Mm. Yes, and then he'll try to cold read you and bully you into believing that ghosts are real. Yes. (laughs) I did love, there's one thing about this unscheduled interview I want to hit on before we move on, and that is this guy says he saw ghosts in bushes, in trees, (laughs) and in the outhouse. (laughs) They breeze right past that. They don't even want to talk about the outhouse ghost. Can I tell right? you a- they could have done a whole episode on Outhouse Ghost. Can I tell you a side story related to a potty and death? Um, uh, so I used to live in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Shout out, go Bulldogs. Um, or go go Dogs. I don't remember what they called it. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Haddonfield's this historical town, and they're actually historical in that they actually have the original buildings that were there a long time ago, not like Heritage Junction where they borrowed things. They borrowed um, some buildings, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was a... So there's this haunted Haddonfield tour. Uh, I don't know if it still goes on. Probably because Haddonfield's great for Halloween. But there's a business there, um, and I'm giving some spoilers to the book that goes along with the tour. Sorry, dude, whoever your name was. I hope this is okay. But uh, there's a business in the main the, down the main street where there's a bunch of you know shops and stuff that used to be a doctor's office, and a long time ago, you know, with not like actual like toilet plumbing there was you know kind of like an outhouse but it was probably still part of the the building anyway when that doctor's office kind of left or whatever um you know new businesses came in apparently they were trying to get rid of the the outhouse portion of it and they found at the bottom of the toilet chamber or whatever that thing is where all your shit goes um they found a skeleton (laughs) (gasps) oh my god but it turned out it was Someone... just a, it was just a medical skeleton that they didn't know what to do with oh. when they left, so they just oh, threw okay. it down the toilet. <laughs> it wasn't somebody who pooped their whole skeleton out. No. <laughs> it no. wasn't a really weird sort of Sweeney Todd situation. Or a murder. <laughs> or a murder. It could have been a murder. Or I've heard, you know, there was that news story of someone, like, a kid fell in a, a porter potty or something or an outhouse you can toilet. Di- you can die really And somebody ran that. it and you just die because you asphyxiate. What's the word? Asphyxiate? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Asphyxiate from all the fumes. Yeah. Like rest that is the worst way to die. It is the worst way to <laughs> Number die. Number one. Literally of shit. Jumped right to the top of my list. So maybe that's what happened, and our groundskeeper saw it. He also saw this guy, he saw a silhouette in a window that they try to get, like, such a description. They try to, like, could you, they try to, like, could you pick this guy out in the lineup, basically, from the from the window silhouette. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we meet our second guest, Ed from NASA. Fucking hell. Oh, we have some Ed. research on okay. Ed. 
So, so Ed's a big part of this episode, which yes. is why we're gonna, about to go into a, a big thing about Ed. So Ed's talking about how, or well, Zach's saying like, you're a skeptic, right? And he's making a big deal out of the fact that you used to work with NASA. And the guy kind of corrects him, but not really saying, yeah, I did, did know, some projects for them. Footage of the shuttle launch is really like <laughs> lands it for me. <laughs> Didn't, yes. weren't there also like a bunch of people who worked for the NASA, NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory who were also friends with like Aleister Crowley and L. Ron Hubbard? and people like okay that. okay let's not shit on nasa okay, but I'm yes <laughs> probably no i will say i i love nasa and i love what they do but they're i, I will say zach was successful here and i feel like the reputation took a hit yeah from this uh, guy ed yeah. single-handedly diminished so, the brand of nasa <laughs> and zach just leaned so heavily on the fact that this guy worked for nasa he's like yeah this guy works for nasa the NASA skeptic so, over here this is how you know it's legit um, like as if all scientists are atheists and uh, a poo-poo on ghosts, which is totally not. I mean, yeah, a lot of scientists aren't uh, religious, but there's no rule that if you want to be a scientist, you have to denounce religion as a whole. It's part of the. It's part of your uh, <laughs> uh, your like thesis roundtable is like you get to the part where you denounce God. <laughs> this isn't a secret society where you have to denounce God when you enter the all the right. membership. But, when, um, when you go up to get your diploma, like the president leans in and asks you, "Do you believe in ghosts?" And that's the last <laughs> test. They don't tell you that, but that's and then the you last become an test. astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I looked this guy up on LinkedIn. He has a LinkedIn, um, no picture, but it's definitely him because if you scroll down, you can see that he was a docent to the uh, the historical society um, for. The Santa Clarita Valley. Uh, where does it That's say that? That's a dead giveaway. That's why yeah. he was fucking hanging out. I, w- I never even questioned why he was hanging around. Yeah, docent. Historical Preservation Projects Event Fundraising Come. for Operation Event of the Event Fundraiser? Society. Yeah, okay. So I, I was looking through <laughs> Follow his... the money. <laughs> I was looking through his job descriptions and nowhere do I see the word NASA or the... the is it an- anagram? N-A-S-A? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, there is... Like he did do... So he's a fiber optics engineer experienced fiber optics engineer so he's a he's a he contracts himself out just because he did some work for nasa doesn't mean that he's like a nasa scientist and um so this would be like an electrician who laid wire in the white house saying that they worked for the administrative yes branch or like our apartment building uh hires you know contractors for uh, uh, maintenance stuff that they can't handle here. That's the type of person this man was. He did. He was not a NASA scientist. Um, That's a relief. Yeah. So he did like he did fiber optics or something for the ISS, the International Space Station. Uh, yeah, he's done stuff. I mean, he's very experienced in fiber optics. But if you also, he's been in the NASA building a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, not maybe. I don't maybe even know not. if that. Maybe not. Like he might have just supplied equipment. I don't know. Uh, well, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'll go, I'll go to the. We're go really to the, gonna internet detective this guy. Yes. Uh, let's see. Where does it say he did ISS? One second. Let me find this. We're on his LinkedIn page. If that's not if that's not clear. So he did do work um, with the Air Force. That's cool. Okay. So these are projects that he's done. Uh, he did. See, he did something for Boeing, um, the International Space Station. He did... Oh, butts. Come back. Okay. He did um, uh, numerous fiber optic interconnects that were used to connect pressurized modules, external truces, solar arrays, and other components by astronauts during the EVA. That's that's all that that is there. Spaceships are so complicated. (laughs) They are. So... um, Okay, but if you scroll down on his LinkedIn to <laughs> groups, so these are groups. Oh, wait, no, no. First, I want to go to his activity. Okay, hold on. <laughs> saw a ghost, saw a ghost, saw a ghost. You know, okay. it's just the whole. <laughs> so, oh, no. <gasps> uh, so one of the things he liked uh, was a thing called an elephant and a dog became pregnant. Um <laughs> What? I'm sorry. Uh, it is. Oh, it's not letting me look because I'm not logged in. Uh, it's probably like an article or something. Hold on. I lost my. Oh, fuck. OK, I'm going back. I'm getting lost. Oh, fucking hell. Hold on. Let me let me go into my LinkedIn. Maybe we'll be able to see more. Now, hold up. I don't know if you know how LinkedIn works, but he'll know that you saw him. <laughs> he will that's get only... dinged and okay, it'll that's... be a new visitor. That is and only... then they're going to they're going to find the episode. Cassie. <laughs> 
That's only if he has a uh, premium account. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Wait. Can you just pull it up on our, our computer? I'm having trouble. So just do his name and then LinkedIn and you'll find his profile. There you go. Okay. Uh, he is a... Th- oh, he does have a picture. He is a third degree connection for me. Uh, How is okay. that possible? Oh, man. Okay. Oh, it's just this long thing about an elephant and a dog had a, had a baby, and I don't Together? really know. Together? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, what? Max is asking oh. if somehow the elephant and the dog are the parents okay, of the Okay, okay, they get pregnant at the same time. It's, this whole thing is just to it's... illustrate that the two animals have different reproductive cycles, and I think that they're trying to make some kind of analogy about a person's work schedule. Okay. <laughs> LinkedIn posting okay, is fucking cool. strange to me. And then he also liked a... Um, <laughs> A saying that was posted by some dude uh, that says the most effective way to do it is to do it. And that's by Amelia That is attributed Earhart. to Amelia Earhart. Um, oh, there's another one with a James Bond uh, meme. It says, I don't stop when I'm tired. I stop when I'm done. Okay. This guy's a hustler. Yeah. So, uh, but then, okay, if we go down to his groups, this is where it's all really revealed, I feel. This is the conspiracy. So we've got a bunch of, you know, fiber optic stuff. Um, laser, laser measurement. Yeah. Okay. McGraw-Hill. Oh. Huh, hmm. Then um, we've got Haunted House Startup. <laughs> Haunter's Toolbox, and in parentheses, Haunted Attraction not Business. Not Pokemon. Oh, right. True. Haunter's Huddle. So... Okay, that, that's, that's it. But... Basic, and he claimed in this episode that he was a skeptic until he he was with a psychic and her. Oh wait, and his compass was going in all sorts of directions. Yeah, his compass his compass goofed up when he got between the psychic and whatever North was. So this is just a man who believes in ghosts, folks, and does uh, contract work for high tech operations. Yeah. Okay. Well, debunked. Debunked. So, so Big Red debunked over Ed. As, as he appears in the rest of this episode. Okay, this is where uh, Zach leverages his... I, I, he feels... It feels like he's acting like this is a victory over NASA. Yes, over science. He's like, yeah, and he like he's telling the guy like three times, no explanation, say it to the camera. Like, <laughs> kind of bullying him into saying like, you lost. We're writing a ghost contract. <laughs> you need to stare in the... Video. Now do it for camera A. Now do it for camera B. Like it's so. Silly. Now can you speak into this uh, voice device? <laughs> this could you say that, that I was a real scientist? Could you? Would it? <laughs> if you said that to me. And and if you look at his LinkedIn, NASA is never mentioned anywhere. Just the ISS. Well, well, as far as I could tell. So my my, my mind is wondering, uh, or I am wondering if. NASA might have contacted him and said, said get this please off. stop. Get us off your page. <laughs> well, that's Ed. <laughs> so, yeah, basically he's just like that this area was a mecca for bad people. Yeah, he seems to suggest that there was a higher than average concentration of bad people. They talk about like bad people, deaths, murders. They talk about these things like it's an infestation you get. Yeah. Because they were talking about how like which of these houses has had murders. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Zach does this. It's so funny. Which yeah. of these places had a bad case of the suicides? Yeah. And it's just assuming that because this was an area that the gold rush, you know, people were migrating here, that all these people were bad people. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, it was the Wild West and white European... Um, uh, Weirdos? My, uh, yeah, I guess uh, people moving west just didn't really... There weren't... Manifest destiny, yeah. Draws it was out the, the worst Wild people. West. I mean, by definition, yeah, these people yeah, were yeah. pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is also where we get the first little bits of the murder story involving uh, Mrs. Rutledge. Yeah. Who's either oh, shot in her bed. Shot in her bed, and the the coroner said, "Could be suicide. I don't know." And then, <laughs> and then, like it was probably her husband, but there was no trial. Yeah. Um, and then we meet Bridget. Wild West. Mm-hmm. Wild West. Uh, Bridget is a fellow ghost hunter. One of our favorite things to see on the show cooperation among ghost hunting teams and bridget got a scratch during a ghost hunt here and so naturally what they do is they take her up into the attic and put her there by herself and leave the building (laughs) and just to see if it'll happen again i guess and uh this is very disturbing for bridget she has kind of a panic attack it seems 
Even though Zach says it's not a panic attack. Oh, yeah. He says it's not. He says it's definitely not, and it's actually ghosts causing this. Cool. Yeah, very neat. Uh, her b- battery gets drained, and they they pontificate <laughs> about how how surprising this is to them that her battery got drained and none of the other batteries how did got they, drained. No, I'm sorry. This is, this is season nine. How do they not know every power a ghost has? <laughs> this is no that's insane that's a big deal if a if a ghost can drain a battery does that mean they need that energy yeah, that's supposedly what, that's their, yes the conclusion about it is yeah. that they're like using that to manifest in the world and do stuff they're like energy vampires yeah. <laughs> so yeah. why is it every power plant in america really 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 haunted right <laughs> because or they maybe could, they are oh it's just that they're making all of this energy. You can't see when the ghosts are taking it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget and Zach are are sort of. He tries to hurry her out after he realizes that she's been very disturbed, and then he says on camera, "It's better to It's easier to apologize than to ask permission." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on cool, camera, he right? says, "On Ghost Adventures, our interviews end in anger and tears, and that's just the way it is." <laughs> Wow, Zach. And then he says, sorry that had to happen to you. Yeah, he's like, sorry you had to deal with that. It's like, yeah, you you made this happen, Zach. <laughs> you did it. I also love that they do this thing where I, I love on Ghost Adventures where they have the same shot that they do three or four times. Yes. And this time it's it's Zach holding his hand up to the camera like it's like it's paparazzi or something. And yeah. Like, like he's trying to protect Bridget, who he forced to go upstairs alone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards. Yeah, we do this sort of morning after segment. Yeah. Well, but uh, okay. And, okay, I got. There's something we got to stop and talk because okay, she okay. doesn't want to talk about it. And then Zach says, "But I told her it was very important for our documentary." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that what they call this? Is that what you're making? <laughs> You can't do that. This is a a travel channel show. (laughs) Well, and then he's like, she didn't want the camera in her face. So they just shot her from a little bit farther away. So does this mean, when he says she didn't want the camera in her face, does this mean she didn't want cameras or she only specifically wanted to be videotaped from a distance? (laughs) I can imagine the negotiation that happened to get her on camera. Usually there's... Well, yeah. Well, usually he just usually does he it. Just does it. He yeah. just films him and says he's not going to. Yeah. That's so, I'm thinking so that's what shitty. It's extremely shitty. Yeah. She's she's worried that she's going to look crazy and all that. And mm, okay. Yeah. So, no, I mean, no crazier than the people who are making this TV show. <laughs> so one of the things that they said they got affected is both Zach and Bridget were in bad moods. Yeah. After after that incident. Yeah. yeah. And specifically more more so Zach. Bridget was talking about how she was hearing noises. And um, and then she got a new scratch also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Zach was just like, you know, the guys were just telling me that I was a dick. Hmm. Which is probably just That's pretty normal. Like. That's like an alcoholic saying like, oh, my friends said I was acting out of the ordinary because I was drunk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't use ghosts as an excuse for everything, Zach. Sometimes yeah. you're just being shitty. Yes. <laughs> Uh, however, there's good news because he has brought two of the most oh my God. Uh, uh, respected. well-known, respected psychics in the whole world. Marty and Michael Perry. They're elite. They're elite. They're renowned. Uh, yeah. Michael can, you know, th- see things and stuff. And and Marty draws Marty's kind of like a ghost people. caricaturist. <laughs> can, I, can I say, I, I love this duo. To me, they, uh, this is kind of a, uh, okay, they feel like anime villains to me. Do, do you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, there's Marty uh, who can draw the deceased, who can draw dead people, and teams up with Michael who can connect to the other side after he listens to his tunes. <laughs> like, their powers are so specific, and they're paired up in a team. Yeah. And they're married. I don't know. They sound like they have JoJo stands. Is what exactly? It is. Yes, they're they're JoJo villains. <laughs> Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Cassie, is about a, uh, a demon vampire man who uh, who fucks with people from one specific family for, throughout several ages of history. Okay. Yeah. Okay. His name is Dio, after Ronnie James Dio, the American uh, metal singer. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and he has the ability to stop time because he has a, a, a magic genie that emerged after he got hit with a very special arrow. Okay. That somebody shot at him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, Michael has to listen to his tunes while he's to block out the world, just to block out the world. <laughs> he's like 11 Mom, I'm from gonna go, Stranger Things. Mom, I'm going to go listen to my music and just block you out. <laughs> uh, this is so, this moment is brilliant because he puts this music in, he zones out, and he's like, I sense an alcoholic. <laughs> he's yeah. like seeing bottles. He's seeing empty bottles in front of him. And he also says he feels suicide like he feels that there was a murder or a suicide he goes back and forth on this and there was a gun um and marty is just drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing and he mentions that some lady had a heart attack just there or something heart related he says to leave the door open And and then when they reveal that a woman was shot in the heart he says well i think it was murder and it's very, everyone's yeah, very dude. scandalized. And then he says, probably someone close to her, like a family member or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so like. Like Detective I know Work I've, 101. I know I've yelled about this when I've been on the podcast before, but you guys know that this, like, this is cold reading, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and it's so funny because it's bad cold reading. This whole scene <laughs> is him being very bad at cold reading. And it's funny. <laughs> and then his wife. Marty reveals that she's drawn a man. With a beard. And a beard, yeah. From the gold rush era. <laughs> yeah. How original. <laughs> and uh, did you notice she signed it too? <laughs> yeah, she she so dated good. it and signed it with her autograph. <laughs> I just want to see. God. I bet her kitchen at home has like all the, the sketches that she's done on the wall. Kind of like that cafe in Los Angeles or whatever. You know, there's that you place guys, that has pictures of people who've been there. Do you all ever think about how easy it would be to be a grifter? <laughs> oh, all the time. Like, I think about just giving up. And driving out west and becoming one of these people. Oh, yeah. It'd be so easy. They probably made really good money for this appearance oh, on this yeah. TV show. Oh, well, and then they start, the, the guy, whatever his name is, Michael, oh. he starts saying... <laughs> he starts cold reading Nick? Yeah, he's this cold so reading good. Nick. He says that he senses an old woman, a grandma named Helen, and then he's starting to cold read everyone in the room, and, and Nick's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Eleanor was my grandma's name. That's kind of close. And he's like, I- I've I heard Ellen. So he changed it already. And then Nick's like, oh, yeah, everyone called her that. <laughs> and then he goes down the grandpa road instead of the grandma road. Mm-hmm. Uh, he changes like I his said, co- bad cold reading. <laughs> he changes the story in the middle of it and then gets Nick to have an emotional revelation about like his grandpa being here, his dead grandpa. His mm. rough dead grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah that rough. sounds just like him. Sounds just like him. Uh, I can't imagine people uh, an easier cold read than three professional ghost investigators. Like they're gonna, oh, they're yeah, gonna yeah, want to yeah. believe you so badly mm-hmm. that they're gonna let anything slide. Mm-hmm. They're gonna well, meet you three quarters of the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, like, I guess there's only so much you can do with stranger ghosts to prove that you're actually speaking to them. So it helps to cold read the people in your room and just go off on a tangent about their dead relatives. Yeah. To, Cause it makes you seem like that whatever weak bullshit you came up mm-hmm. with before has got to be real. Oh, and they also showed some of uh, Marty's other drawings of, of, of dead people. And it's just funny. Cause it's like, I mean, if they're probably their relatives are in the fucking room, you can guess what they might look like. Yeah, just take the guy you're talking to and add some wrinkles. That's li- <laughs> like, seriously, you're trying to draw his dead dad. You've got the perfect subject in the room. So, so we get this uh, this bearded old gold miner man. Uh, they never show us. I want to say they never show us a picture of the guy who probably killed his wife. Mm-hmm. They never show it, which to me means either it doesn't exist mm-hmm. or they did have a picture. and It looks nothing like what Marty drew. <laughs> and she's trying to protect. They're trying to be like, well, we don't want to. We don't mm-hmm. want to cast out their spot. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the end of the pre-lockdown, except for one last little thing, which is the stop at the Paul Walker Memorial. They're uh, big where fans. There's this amazing moment where Zach says... Uh, he he says he's reading from a thing that has, someone has written on the ground and says, um, 
I think he says rest in peace, but the actual piece of writing on the ground says rest in heaven or something like that. And he's like claims to just be reading directly from it, but he's not. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's all really. Uh, so there's also this other thing that Billy and Jay are doing that supposedly they do all the time, but we just rarely ever sure. see it, which is what Zach calls a preliminary surveillance uh, uh, sweep where they just sort of go around inside the place, I guess, check to make sure it really is empty um, and set up all the tech. And supposedly they get some like shuffling sounds in the ranch house. Um, Billy goes in and almost falls going up the stairs. <laughs> this is important. Yes, very important. He Keep tells the ghost that he's not afraid of them. I and, love this. Entering into a room and just saying, my name is Billy and I'm not afraid of you. Yeah, and that <laughs> I am challenging you. Uh, so then he decides he's going to do EVP. And he makes probably what I would say is like the number one rookie mistake is he starts EVP and then sits down in a swivel chair. That's <laughs> You're asking for it, bud. There's no way to do that. Without they contamination. Ca- they catch what they think is a female voice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can see in the video that his feet are moving with the noise. Yeah. His feet made the noise. It's one to one. It is absolutely his <laughs> I feet I didn't even notice chair. that. That's yeah. brilliant. And Zach, doesn't Zach say something like, was it, he's like, we'll never know what it actually was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those Zachisms just before the commercial break. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so the Ghost Adventures crew moves in for real. And there, Zach is trying, Zach has already styled himself as the detective going after the, um, the, tr- the real truth in this unsolved mystery where he's like, did you, uh, did, did you kill your wife, Mr. Rut? Oh, he says, were you dating the woman who died? <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. It's, it really does feel like Zach is dancing around and yelling for 45 minutes, trying to put together a two piece puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We get a lot of so like an ungodly amount of shushing each other. His shushes are very like abrupt and forceful. Yeah. He compliments the spirit's strength and virility. He's like, I know you're a very strong spirit. Yeah. And then they hear what they characterize as a dragging noise that Aaron gets really excited about, and they have to tell Aaron to calm down multiple times. Was this the pipe? Yeah, he thinks it's a pipe. He thinks it's like a, a ding, 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 ding kind of noise. Mm, almost sounds like a railroad. Mm, yeah. Oh, we, did we mention that there's I don't a, think we a did. did we mention there's a fucking active railroad like thirty feet from this building? It's like literally right outside. Um, and as they're walking around saying things like, "Just want to know why you're so angry, man. Just want to know what's up." Uh, the SB7 comes out again. Well, no, for the first time, and. While Nick is standing in the same spot that Marty did her ghost caricature, the SB7 says, tonight, spooky. Very spooky. Now, I want to jump back a second just before the spirit box came out, because there is one thing that happened. Um, First of all, they step on the squeakiest stairs in existence, um, (laughs) which is absolutely the sound they hear later. And then second of all, Zach yells out. He says, slide a bait that paint bucket towards me. And nothing happens. And they sit on it for a good five seconds. And then they move on. Like, ah, I made this attempt. It didn't work. Let's put that in the show. <laughs> don't, don't cut that part out. I imagine that he thinks he's doing that, like, for the benefit of the skeptics. For the science. Like, he, wants, he wants to show us that, like, they're not always over-exaggerating. Without I the guess. big red debunked letters, I don't know that, though. Yeah, it's true. We debunked the sliding paint bucket. It didn't slide, so it's debunked. So the there's a train that that is going past. Yes, a train starts to go by, and it's very loud, you know. Um, and the guys are getting real freaked oh, out. Zach and Nick are like they're so charged up. They have so much energy. They're like, yeah, I'm feeling it. Me too. Nick, they, they <laughs> describe it as an intense like energy connection between them and nick feels yes. electricity through his whole body yes he says the the uh, it's such a the nickism. Key phrase, the nick key phrase nick says this all the fucking time i felt <laughs> electricity jolting through my body yeah uh then they seem to they seem to make the claim that perhaps the ghosts are using the train's energy as it passes yeah, the sure. train may may come within a certain within their energy sucking radius. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zach takes a moment to address the skeptics, 
um, talks about how, you know, just because you you might you may think we're we're overreacting but we only got one piece of evidence on the spirit box and then it didn't say anything else so uh and that one thing it said very intelligent according to zach even though it was uh answering a question that they did not ask they ask why do you like to stand up here and the voice says tonight (laughs) so i don't know if i'd call that an intelligent response um so then they do this thing where they just leave the spirit box in the place and then go back to nerve center and see if they can get stuff that that didn't happen while they were there. And they hear a voice come through that seems to be asking for Aaron's help to solve the murder. Mm-hmm. Can I s- propose an alternate theory? Okay. Because it says the words were, please, Aaron, it's him. That to me sounds like she's saying Aaron is the murderer. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, please, Aaron, it's him. Or what if she's, like, asking Aaron to get rid of Zach? It's Zach. I can't stand him. (laughs) He's the reason for all of this. Uh, Why is he wearing sunglasses? (laughs) Inside a very dark area. (laughs) I thought they were done with the episode because usually by the time they're just sort of hanging out in Nerve Center, like, doing dumb shit like this is usually when they're, like, you can tell they're tired and they don't want to keep investigating. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but then the, the investigation does continue with Zach going in alone because they hear a bunch of like clattering and squeaking noises um, that to me sounds like rodents. Doesn't he say, I'm going to go get Scratch? Yeah. Yeah. Because cool. he thinks that like there's some real stuff going on. It might as well be me that goes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is like stuff moving around and little tiny squeaks. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds to me like a raccoon problem. More than a ghost problem. How many times do you think it's been raccoons? I would say almost on ghost every. Adventures. Most. Well, I had to. we know that there are openings. We find out in a little bit. But, yeah. but so Zach uh, goes off by himself. He says that he gets pushed back off of some stairs. Um, he definitely which, didn't trip and fall down. Or get a little dizzy in the dark. The same know. stairs that Billy had a had a trouble with. So. It couldn't possibly be that there's something wrong with these extremely old stairs mm-hmm. that were moved from a different location. Couldn't oh, yeah, they didn't like mention bad. that the whole house is, you know, on an angle. <laughs> right next to a railroad track. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Zach complains that, like, it's it sucks when you don't, you know, you're... you're trying to get all this you know that ghosts mess with you but then when you want them to they don't he says it almost drives you crazy it's like they're trying to drive us crazy yeah he jumps on that pretty quickly like oh that's what it was i was Mm -hmm. being outsmarted by Mm -hmm. a ghost yes Mm. which is a victory for him i guess uh considering that's is that what they want they want the ghost to outsmart them is that the goal because are you just justifying why are they not getting enough evidence i'm sure uh, some really funny shit is coming up because they split up um, and Nick is all by himself at the um, at, a, at at some house that they don't elaborate much on. And he tries EVP and he thinks he's getting some stuff, but then he finds out that it's just a loose door that was a jar mm-hmm. and he closes it. Big red debunked letters. And Love then it. we don't maybe spend. Maybe this explains a lot of the noises you're hearing inside of this building because there's yeah. an opening to the outside. Uh, and it doesn't linger on that house anymore for the rest of the episode. <laughs> it is just Nick walking around, finding an open door and closing it. Oh, and How I'm hard like... do you think Nick had to fight to get that kept on the show, though? Yeah. Also, uh, Zach says he sees a ball of light go to so Aaron's fucking head. Yeah. Right as no. Aaron is starting to complain of a headache. Yeah. I watched this and the, the or- there wasn't, you know, some sort of orb of light or, or camera trick. It did not go into his head. No, it didn't. It just went like to the side. It and went up. next to his ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But the main event for me in this segment is Aaron and Zach hear what they think is ghostly horse, horse (laughs) clip clops, basically. It is the noise that railroads make when a train is like not there, but nearby. Yeah. Of a train coming. I don't know if any of you have ever lived near a railroad track, but when a train is like somewhere in the vicinity, it's vibe like it, the the wheels are vibrating the the tracks, and you can actually hear that when it's not there. That's it's, what they're hearing. It's it, so 
clear and obvious. They do this thing where they put up an old timey picture of a bunch of dudes with horses. Like we so imagined good. that it might have looked something like this. <laughs> there, the actual. The, I, I want to. I did record the line here because it tickled me so much. He said it could be the residual sound of a horse, or something explainable. He closes that with, we just don't know. (laughs) Which has the energy of, like, uh, look around you to me. Yes. Yes. What are birds? (laughs) What are Uh, horses? What would they sound like? (laughs) Not like a train. Uh, And so the closer on this episode is they bring Ed back. I don't know if Ed was just still around or if they went over to Ed's place at like four in the morning to try and get him to come back on TV. He was just sitting on the curb. (laughs) Um, And so they want to show Ed one thing real quick. Uh, Zach is delirious from lack of sleep and cannot. It makes even less sense as he's speaking than he usually does. And so they play for him the noises of that they heard while they weren't in the house. And. Again, they go through so much mental and verbal gymnastics to try and get Ed to say either it's definitely a ghost or I don't know exactly what it is. And he says one of those two things. So there you have it. Roll the credits. (laughs) Yeah. I do love it when they slide in just the end. They start playing the credits early while they're still pressuring the person to say that one final line. (laughs) It really (laughs) hammers home how they're just sort of not even sliding, but rolling onto home base. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slowly and ponderously and inevitably, they closed the episode. Uh, and that was Heritage Junction. Max, what did you think? I thought it was a classic Ghost Adventures episode, to be honest. Um, those psychics were great. Uh, I loved Ed. Uh, what an episode. I will say this. It was an episode... Of ghost adventures, it was. Do you have a, Do you have a favorite moment from it? Uh, I think. Who? Um, I think it might be the paint bucket. I think it's Zach calling out <laughs> for the paint bucket to move. How about you, darling? Um, I think I liked the ending with the the railroad noise and them yeah. saying like, yeah. "Maybe you will never know what it is." <laughs> the, that thing too, the horse thing, was absolutely it for me. Yeah. Just the incredulity, the seriousness with which they pose the question that makes me question whether they're trying to trick me mm-hmm. or what. Oh, I also really liked the part we didn't mention this, but there's that part where they're like mimicking the 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 high pitched noise that they hear. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so funny. I forgot where, about that. that. Like. A, 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 Oh man! Uh, Well, here's the thing: we're just talking about what our uh, what our funniest episode moment of this episode is. Zach has started a thread on Twitter that is asking for the top ten most hilarious moments from an episode of Ghost Adventures. I I actually looked at that thread before we started recording, and I learned a lot about Zach (laughs) from that. A lot of stuff I didn't know had happened that uh, I need to go back and watch specific episodes for. When you slipped and fell on ice or when you got chased by that donkey. The, both donkey, of that, the donkey was amazing. Was oh, the, great. I think the donkey is how I was introduced to Ghost Adventures and it remains a favorite. And then we've got this one right here where Zach is reading and reciting poetry all by himself. This was for the Valentine's Day special. He slips and falls on the ice. Yes, I do remember <laughs> that. It was brilliant. Oh, there's the there's the gif. It's from the same poetry shot. Uh, here's uh, Zach gets scared of an air freshener. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a great thread. So if you're on Twitter and you follow Zach Bagans, um, check that thread out. There's a lot of really fun stuff. Uh, oh, he does. Apparently, he lo- asked for a lot of top tens. Ghost Yeah, it camera. looks like they're doing a special episode. I actually, oh, I brought a little show. content with me if you guys would like sure. to uh, hear about it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys visit it, but I was just Googling around for funsies. I did not know that there's a Ghost Adventures Reddit. Oh. Oh, my God. No, I would I like to notice. read you some of the thread titles from this oh, subreddit. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, what's one thing you actually like about Zach? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it says, people love to complain about him a lot, so I thought I'd start a more positive discussion. For me, I'd have to say I like his sick back tattoo. 
Oh no. They really said that? Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, It's a whole no. thread full of people, you know, just talking about how much they love Zach. Uh, this one was kind of mean. It said no gyms in Vegas. Um watching a recent episode and they noticed Zach's lack of fitness. Oh. Damn. Wow. Damn. Is anyone else tired of Zach treating Aaron like shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's why we come here. <laughs> and uh, the last one I'll leave you with is full body suit that can block the paranormal from screwing with the body's nervous system? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> wow. Wow. This I, is a treasure. I have found this. It's uh, reddit.com slash r slash ghost adventures. Thanks for um, sharing this with us, yes. Max. Oh, this yes. My, my, absolutely. Please. Uh, I hope we can come back to this well again. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Adventures is fun, but fake? Question mark. Anyone else feel a stronger understanding of Christianity and God after watching Ghost Adventures? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Thank you. Thank you so much, Max. Um, you almost called him Zach. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You did the same oh, thing I That hurt. <laughs> It really is just the name, as it turns it out. It is. It's just that Max and Zach, for some reason, are very similar. They are. They're three-letter words, and they both have the... Cack. Yeah. They've, they've both what got what I call rare letters. Mmm. Mm. Yes. So if your name also has a Q in it, then maybe we'll do that to you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Max. It was tons of fun having you again. Anytime. I had a blast. Uh, you know, uh, as we near the end of the episode, there's some things we always say, like, for instance, that you should support your national parks. Right now, uh, just uh, if you have the means, just donate to the National Park Foundation or the National Parks Conservation Conservation Association. According to the IRS, my COVID pittance is coming in in tomorrow. Finally. Finally. Thank God. Nice. Um, it reminded me of that Futurama episode where President Nixon gives everyone $300. Do y'all remember that one? No. I do. Futurama episode, President Nixon gives everybody $300. That's basically it. Fry uses Yeah, you are drink. kind of base doing that. Isn't Trump putting his name on the uh, checks? The yes, Trump he bucks? is. That's true. Uh, and then Fry drinks 300 cups of coffee and uh, turns into the Flash at the end of the episode and saves everybody from burning buildings. Is that that one? Yes. <laughs> There's a little counter every time he drinks a cup That's of right, coffee. That's right, because he spends his 300 on the... Co- okay, yeah. Uh, uh, reminder to please stay at home. Yeah, stay at so, home. Don't go to any of these fucking weird ass protests that are happening. Where all what these is people happening? Are get sick. We just had it one. makes me so enraged. Yeah, we just had one with one hundred people in attendance in the small town that's next to our small town. It's um, frustrating because. On the one hand, I'm very surprised that this is happening. And it's also the least surprised I've ever been about anything in my life. Yeah, because yeah, this is America and. I mean, yeah, it's like everything just is terrible. Um, <laughs> I feel like I can never predict what's going to happen in tomorrow's news. But the moment I see it, I'm like, ah, that makes sense. I I saw a comment on the Facebook where somebody who's, who attended, I guess, um, was doing a rebuttal about it being, you know, the epidemic. And anyway, they were, they were like... It's the flu. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, it's just the flu, except it melts your lungs and maybe your liver and also gives you brain problems. Oh, my God. Folks, if if you have any questions about this epidemic, this virus, I encourage you to contact your your doctor, although they're probably too busy with dealing with yeah, this your epidemic. Yeah, probably can't talk to you about but it. But if you want medical advice as to, like, how you should protect yourself and other people, you should probably listen to doctors and not conspiracy theorists and your neighbors who you, are upset that they can't, I don't know, escape their annoying family. You know who's surprisingly doing some really good coverage on this right now? Who? John Oliver. Oh, of course. Last week I guess he is. Don't expect any less of him. He's, Probably he's like really the good. best researched comedy news show there is, I would say. Yeah. Um, but the the other things that we uh, that we got to get out of the way, of course, are that we should thank our dear friend Leandra. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. And thanks, of course, to our lovely friends at the Scavengers Network. Without them, we wouldn't have a home on the Internet. We would be doing this thing all by our lonesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, But thanks to Scavengers Network, you can listen to great shows like uh, I Don't Know Radio, which is sort of a fake. It's like an alternate. It's like if Night Vale was about a morning drive time show instead of a like NPR style show. 
Um, it's quite funny and silly, and it's it's led by some actual radio producers. It is extremely high quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you're all finding um, ways to entertain yourselves during this uh, period of time, whether it be listening to awesome podcasts like on the Scavengers oh, Network, absolutely. or reading new books, maybe drawing, getting creative, get in touch with yourself. How many how many opportunities do we get chances like the, these to I mean not to make light on the whole situation but this is a chance for us to actually focus on ourselves and uh, and and some you know maybe learn a few new things I'm learning how to play the guitar little by little I've also started taking ballet classes in the kitchen I would like to act as the anti example here and say don't do what I did. Don't wake up on Saturday and spend 12 hours playing Final Fantasy and Animal Crossing <laughs> and j- just eating chips. <laughs> like, just <laughs> chips. So don't do that. I baked cookies. Yeah, you did bake cookies. And we ha- we Everybody's on... baking now. It's so great. It and is then, so great. Anyway, anyway, we hope you're having a good time and we hope that we, we can be a part of that good time. And we're very glad that you make us a part of your good times because you got us to over 100,000 downloads. Yes, you did thank you that. so much, everyone. And, and we're beside And congratulations ourselves. to you. I saw that on Twitter. Thank you. Just wanted to say, hell yeah, you guys deserve it. Thank you so much, Max. Um, and thank you to our patrons. Um, we really appreciate your financial support, especially during these trying times. Um, and if you can't afford it, that's totally fine. We, we understand. We're poor, too. So uh, just please, everyone, take care of yourselves and your neighbors. Social distance. You know, stay inside if you can. If you're a non-essential worker, if you are an essential worker, I hope you get a raise because you deserve it. Um, and, you know, just do some self-care, self-compassion and, uh, whatever thing makes you happy, take, take care of that if you can. Uh, and what, you know, what makes me happy is podcasting, but I have to stop every once in a while. And it looks like we've come to the, one of those times when I have to stop talking into a microphone. (laughs) (sighs) I guess I'll just yell into my empty apartment. (laughs) You'll see that. That's what uh, our downstairs neighbor does all the time. So fucking (laughs) scary. scary. Did y'all ever Great see that vibe. Hard Times article where the the headline is McElroy Brothers enjoy record breaking uh, uninterrupted three minutes of unrecorded audio time? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll see you again next time. And as always, my name's Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm the other Max. <laughs> and you just heard uh, a Class A EVP. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. W-I-D-K. Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fish Stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. Feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like, <laughs> The Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft-shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. This is I Don't Know Radio. Search WIDK in your podcast app.